This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3780 for Friday the 27th of January 2023. Today's show is entitled, Fediverse Update May 2022. It is part of the series Social Media. It is hosted by Aoka and is about 14 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is his episode reports on some updates to the Fediverse that I ran across in May 2022. Hello, this is Ahuka welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode in our Better Social Media series. And what I want to do this time is uh, just bring up uh, some news uh, and notes from the world of the Fediverse. Uh, I tend to work pretty far ahead. So these were things that actually crossed my desk in May of 2022, and I'm just getting around to putting this out now. But uh, part of the reason is I, I tend to work way ahead of when things go up on Hacker Public Radio. Um, so here are some developments that I think are worth a report, and I think they help illustrate why the Fediverse can be such a nice place. Um, and the first one I want to talk about is screen readers in Mastodon. Now, Mastodon is the microblog, uh, say, you might call it an alternative to Twitter, um, uses ActivityPub, um, wonderful application, and I know a, a number of Hacker Public Radio people are on there because we follow each other there. Um, so it, it's nice to know that uh, accessibility uh, is also something we can enjoy when we're in the Fediverse. Um, and this is something a, a fellow named Changeling uh, who is himself a blind user, um, which is good because it means he's talking from experience here. Uh, and he's taken the time to put some tips together in what he calls Changeling's Guide to Mastodon for Screen Reader Users. Now, this is something near and dear to my heart because some years back in the early days of the web, um, I was in charge of my university website and brought it into compliance with the standards of the Americans with Disabilities Act. And sadly, I actually had to overcome some resistance since some of the administrations said, well, none of our students are blind. <laughs> well, stuff you have to deal with. Now, to this day, I always put alt text on any images I post. It's just it's muscle memory at this point. Now, uh, anyway, back to Changeling's guide. Changeling has written this in the form of seven chapters. Now, at the time I'm writing this in May, uh, five chapters have been written. The last two were in process, but he's knocking these out every few weeks. So by the time this gets out on Hacker Public Radio, you know, barring some disaster, it should be complete. So what are the chapters here? Chapter one, Introduction. Uh, chapter 2, A Closer Look, Joining Instances and Signing Up. Uh, chapter 3, Creating Your Profile and Sending Your First Toot. Now, uh, for those of you who haven't gotten onto Mastodon, a toot is the Mastodon equivalent of a tweet. Uh, okay, Chapter 4, More on Posts and Following. 
Uh, chapter 5, Timelines and Interacting. Chapter 6, Settings, Tools, and Apps. And Chapter 7, Final Thoughts. Now, one of the things I like, it's a small thing I know, but uh, it, he has set uh, the links uh, to these chapters to open in a new tab instead of overriding the page. I always try to do that on my site because I think it makes navigation easier. Uh, this tutorial, we should emphasize, is not about any specific screen reader. But rather, it is about how to use a screen reader with Mastodon to get the best results. So this implies you need to know a little something about the screen reader you're using. The good news is that Mastodon appears to be designed for accessibility from the beginning. Uh, that said, the author, Changeling, uh, felt there was a need to help other users who may encounter issues or frustrations, so he wrote this guide. And it not only does what it says it will do, it also gives some good basic information on Mastodon for those who may not be familiar with it and are looking for an alternative. And he usefully points out that while Mastodon may be better than Twitter in some respects, it's still a place where people hang out. And some of those people can be pretty bad, as a recent case with Will Wheaton illustrates. And I put a link to that in the show notes in case you don't know what that one was about. Um, now, as I pointed out in a previous article on Mastodon, each instance has its own rules of behavior. And I'm on an instance that suits me quite well. And I support the maintainer through Patreon because they put in time and money to keep it going and deserve the support. Uh, my own experience has been quite good on Mastodon, but I, you know, I'm happy to block someone from my feed if they bug me, and I, I do block people. Uh, no problem with that. Now, Changeling also goes into some features that I omitted uh, in my initial review of Mastodon, but have come to understand and appreciate. Now, one of these is what they call content warnings. These overlay your text. What it really does is it hides the text, puts a little description about what the text is about, and then a button that the reader can click on if they want to see it. Um, and what that does is it, you know, it gives the readers a chance to avoid something that they might wish to avoid for whatever reason. Uh, some common types of warning include sexual content, nudity, etc., mental health, food, gross, body image, body harm, body horror, gender, gender dysphoria, gender identity, mentions of self-harm, thoughts of self-harm, and so on. Now, for a sighted person, you can do this by clicking the CW button at the bottom of the Compose window, but Changeling shows how to do it on a screen reader using keyboard clicks. Now, this is very useful, and is part of the community I belong to on Mastodon. I see it frequently for posts that contain political rants, and I think that's a useful courtesy. I tend to get kind of political myself, and so I like to do that just as a courtesy to someone who is not interested in my political views. Um, and there's, then that's fine. I don't really expect everyone to agree with me. Uh, now, remember, as we said before, every instance of Mastodon can have its own rules and its own culture, and 
who you choose to follow and who chooses to follow you also has a lot to do with your community. Now, I think Changeling's Guide is an excellent guide. And while it's specifically aimed at users using screen readers, there is lots of information that will be valuable to any new user. And uh, as I said, I think he'll finish those last two chapters pretty soon, probably by the time most people hear this report. Now, the next thing I want to report on is Fediverse.info. Um, and this is a new site put together by the folks at PixelFed with a little assistance from a company called Framasoft. Um, and those are both things I have reported on elsewhere in this series. Uh, so let's just say those are active parts of the Fediverse. Uh, it looks like a good development. Fediverse.info um, is an information site. And while PixelFed was the driver here, they want it to be independent and impartial. Um, when they announced it in a toot, they said, we made https fediverse.info for you, the Fediverse. This represents more than just PixelFed, and we recognize how important it is to remain unbiased and not use this to further our own project. Our long-term goal for this is to turn it over to a reputable nonprofit organization if possible. Now, it looks as if the intention is to develop this site as an information resource for people interested in the Fediverse, and right now there are three kinds of information. First, first is a directory of people that uses hashtags to identify interests. So if you wanted to find people to follow, you could try a few hashtags uh, and get back some suggestions for people you might want to follow. And there is a procedure to add yourself if you need to get more people to follow you and they explain the procedure for doing this. I've already been seeing people post in Mastodon that they have added themselves to this directory, so word is getting out. Second is a list of projects that are part of the Fediverse. Now, the selection criteria seems to be projects that use either ActivityPub or OStatus as the protocols to communicate with each other. Now, this means you won't see projects like Diaspora that use some other protocol, even though, in other respects, they are federated, non-centralized projects. But there are lots of projects to check out, and I'd wager some you might never have known existed, such as GoToSocial, which is a Golang server. Now, third is a list of mobile apps to use with Fediverse projects, and both Android and iOS are represented. Most of the apps are for Mastodon. Uh, which is not surprising. That is probably the most used Fediverse app right now. There is one PixelFed app that I saw at the time of writing this. Uh, among the Mastodon apps is one that claims that it is accessible. It's called MetaText, and it's an iOS app for Mastodon. Uh, being an iOS app, you get it through the Apple Store, but I noticed that in the reviews, it supports image descriptions and has a 4.5 out of 5 rating. Uh, in addition, there is an FAQ section that's just getting started. It has only a few basic questions. For instance, what is the Fediverse? What is a hashtag? I say pretty basic, but I imagine it will add more material over time. So this site is not the be-all and end-all of Fediverse information, at least not yet. But it may grow into that, and it's worth a look. Um, and 
in a, a week space between the time I first wrote this and the time I'm recording this show, I've already seen several more features get added. Um, so it's uh, it, again, it's it's actively being developed, and that's always a good sign to me. Now, the last news note I want to report in is a WordPress plugin. Um, and what it will do is it'll let you connect your blog to the Fediverse. It's called Activity Pub for WordPress. Uh, this will let people on Fediverse apps such as Mastodon follow your blog, see your blog posts in their timeline, comment on them, like them, share them, you know, all the stuff you can do. Now, this only works right now for independently hosted um, instances of WordPress um, since the free sites on WordPress.com are not allowed to use plugins. Of course, you could go for a paid option there, but it is expensive. Um, in any case, this is one more way the Fediverse is making it easier for us to share information. Now, as I write this, uh, it is uh, in beta. Uh, by the time this show comes out on Hacker Public Radio, it, it, it may have gone gold, but uh, right now it works on the following platforms. Mastodon, Pleroma, Friendica, Hubzilla, Pixelfed, Social Home, and MISKey. Now, remember, any platform using ActivityPub can let you read, like, comment, and share any posts from any other ActivityPub platform. And that's how this uh, Fediverse and ActivityPub is supposed to work. That's been the vision for it all along. So, I think these are some uh, useful bits of news. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of the Fediverse in general, and particularly the part built on ActivityPub. Uh, so, I like reporting when there's good news here. So, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio, signing off and encouraging you, as always, to support free software. Bye-bye. <laughs> been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.